Podiums, an audio exploration of climbing World Cups from previous years and previous eras. I'm your host, John Bergman. I'm glad you're here. Let's talk some comp climbing. everybody welcome to the inaugural episode of a new audio only series that we are calling past podiums and what we're going to do in this series is we are going to go chronologically through climbing world cups of the past of previous eras and we're going to just that we're not doing comprehensive deep dives or anything like that these are just going to be pretty short blasts where we talk about the highs and maybe some of the lows from the old events maybe some of the big names or, or some of the big themes throughout the, the seasons. So hopefully it'll be fun to either re-watch these if you've, if you've seen them before, or if you've never seen some of these old World Cups, it'll be kind of fun for you to, to learn about them and, and learn some of, the, some of the history a little bit. So for starters, we're going we're gonna to kick off with the 2013 season, World Cup season. And the, the only reason we're starting with the 2013 season is that is pretty much the first season where the the bulk of the events from that year are readily available still to go back and watch on on YouTube. There are some of the live streams from 2011, I think, and there's some from 2012, but I don't think I'd have to look closely. I don't think it's the it's every event from those years. I I think it's there's some of them and then there are some highlight videos, recap videos, stuff like that. But 2013, you can you can go and if you want to go date by date through every event from that year, you can you can do it. So, we're going to start here with the Chongqing World Cup from 2013. I'm only going to be talking about the men's and women's boulder bouldering final. These the semis and the finals are both available on YouTube, so if you really get into this and you want to go back and watch the semis, as well it's it's on there but uh but that's where we're at so here we go Chongqing 2013 men's and women's boulder final this took place on March 23rd 2013 for what's for what that's worth so the beginning of the finals live stream the first thing we we see and we hear is this the opening montage anybody that watched these IFSC World Cups from back in the day remembers this opening signature, opening montage. You get this this deep pounding of drums, boom, 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 and then you get the the roar of a crowd. It's a good little opening, and then we see Daniel Finn. He is the presenter, the the commentator for this event. If you don't know who Daniel Finn is if if you think about the current IFSC World Cup commentator being Matt Groom or maybe Pete Woods or Megan Martin and then of course before them there was Charlie Bosco and Mike Langley did a couple of events here and there well if you go back f- far enough in the World Cup commentary lineage and you get to this this era 2013ish Daniel Finn was the person so Daniel Finn welcomes us to the Chongqing finals. He says he's standing in front of a, a massive crowd and he notes that there are 15,000 people that are packed into the square there to watch this this World Cup final, which is really impressive. If you think 
the this season 2022 the most recent or one of the most recent world cups in salt lake city had i think it was capped at 4000 or something like that so to say that there were 15000 in attendance back in 2013 is is really impressive so uh after that so after daniel finn makes some introductions we get the athlete introductions so the athletes get called out and they come out to the mats for the presentation the first thing you really notice is behind the athletes, you can see the climbing wall, the bouldering wall, and you'll notice the era that we are in based on the volumes that are on the wall, the, the, the size of the volumes, the shape of the volumes. They're all, they're very basic shapes, basic geometric shapes, nothing too funky, nothing really overly huge in terms of the size of the volumes. And there aren't actually even that many volumes on the wall. So it's kind of fun to realize that this is 2013. It's not like it's not that long ago in the scheme of things. And yet this was a quite a different time period. And we're, we're just on the cusp of a pretty dramatic change in the type of route setting that would would happen in later seasons with obviously more volumes, different volumes, more coordination type route setting and stuff like that. Uh, so the athletes come out one by one and they're presented. I'll just list them off here in the, the men's division. The finalists are Thomas Caleron Tito, as he's called, uh, of France. Also of France, Guillaume Glermondé, uh, who's, who's known as Gigi. Uh, Russia's Rustam Gelmanov, uh, Japan's Sukuru Hori, Austria's Jakob Schubert, and, Russia's Dmitry Sherfutnov are the men's finalists. And the women finalists are Great Britain's Shauna Coxie, Japan's Akio Noguchi, Germany's Monica Recchi, uh, let's see, Team USA's Alex Puccio, Austria's Anna Storr, and Japan's Momoka Oda. And one of the interesting things is as, as Anna Storr is being called out, she comes out to for the presentation and she stands next to Akio Noguchi and... And Daniel Finn on commentary notes, uh, Anastor coming out to stand next to her rival, Akio Noguchi. So right there, that tells you also what era we're in. We're in smack in the, the Anastor akio Noguchi rivalry, which is good stuff. So we get, after the athlete presentation, we get some, they, they can observe the boulders. We get, there's an interview with the jury president, Jay Kim. There's a, an interview with Thomas Alexi, who is the head setter for this Chongqing event. Another thing that as this is all going on in the background, you can hear Lady Gaga's poker face being played by the DJ, which was just kind of a funny little, also another indication of what, what era we are in here in 2013. And I noted on my notes, I said, you, you really have to feel for Daniel Finn because I think we're like 30 minutes, 31 minutes, 32 minutes into this live stream and still there is. The climbing has not begun. So Daniel Finn, poor guy, he's just, he's got to kill time there for more than a half an hour. But finally the event starts. We get Monica Recchi comes out and Dmitry Sherfutnov are the two climbers that come out. They, they come out simultaneously, which is something if you've never watched these older World Cups, it takes a, a second to get used to this, that they, that the men and the women are climbing at the same time there's a lot of times there's no split screen going on. So they'll, the camera will just be on one of them and you might miss something big and they'll show it in a, in a replay. 
so women's one and and men's one. That something that Daniel Finn does here, and he used to do it, is he used to tell the grades of the routes or the grades of the boulders, which is always a very faulty thing to do, of course, because it the difficulty grade doesn't take into account the 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 ticking clock doesn't take into account the cheers of the crowd or the stress, the anxiety, all that. So, uh, it's kind of a, I I don't know. It's, it's like take everything in terms of the grades with a grain of salt, but for what it's worth, Daniel Finn mentions that men's one is rated seven B and women's one is rated seven A plus both of the, the boulders, men's one and women's one entail working around and and up kind of an, an arete. The women's actually starts with a little more, they're kind of in, inside a dihedral at the base of the wall. And the women's route has a pretty dynamic little finish. They have to jump up to this this uh, hold to snag the top. Uh, the So several, several men, I think the big crux, or maybe not the crux, but one of the big moves of the men's boulder, first boulder, was intended to be a big mantle, but a number of the competitors like Dmitry Sherputnov, Rustam Gelmanov, they just break it and, and campus right through it with, with ease and, and cruise up. Most of the men end up topping Boulder one. And the, for the women, uh, Anna Stor, Alex Puccio and Akio Noguchi all flash it. There is kind of a cool little Easter egg right around the 36 minute mark of the live stream. When Jakob Schubert and Sean Acoxy come out to climb side by side, which is just kind of a neat little foreshadowing of the future Tokyo Olympians there. And uh, something else that's fun, I actually, how easily we forget the four plus uh, time time uh, specification, but it was interesting as Shauna Coxie was climbing, she her four minutes expires and she keeps climbing and it was it was of course like, oh yeah, right. She can keep climbing out of the buzzer after the buzzer, because this is, we're in the, the four plus, the four plus era, which was, uh, which was fun. Something else you'll notice if you rewatch this, Daniel Finn, he's, he calls the climbers, he says their family name first. So for example, he'll say Noguchi Akio is climbing and he actually explains on commentary. He says, quote, I'm doing it because we're over here in China and that seems to be the tradition that you say the family name first. So I just thought that was kind of an interesting little little nugget there. Okay. Um, men's, let's see, men's two, for what it's worth, Daniel Finn says it's rated 7A+, and women's two is rated 7A. Men's two is, it's this undercling start onto a, on a volume, and then there's this big reach up into the roof of a cave, and most of the men end up topping it. I think there were four flashes. The women's is a pretty standard dyno to the roof of the of a cave, and then they just kind of go up over the lip. And there are also a lot of tops. Shauna flashes that boulder. Momoka Oda flashes the boulder. Anastor flashes. And um, I think Puccio, she didn't flash it. She couldn't quite get the dyno on her first go, but she ends up topping it as well. Uh, so right away, we're getting this... We're, we're getting the... The, the tone here is just a lot of tops, and that is something that continues into the next boulder, the third boulder, which is uh, men's three is, I think Daniel Finn says it's 7B to 7B+, and women's three is a 7A+. The, 
so men's three ends up being way undercooked. Everyone tops it. But despite that, I actually think men's three was probably my favorite boulder of the whole of the whole finals here. It's certainly the most modern boulder. It's it's it starts on the side of the wall and there's this coordination jump. You have to land your foot on the this prism volume. And as you do that, you kind of the competitors swing around and catch a, a right hand handhold. It actually reminded me of I couldn't remember the year, I, but we saw something like this. There was something kind of similar to this in one of the recent American national team trials, maybe a couple years ago. It just seemed a little bit reminiscent of that. But uh, like I said, it's undercooked. All the men top it. Women's three. It's a it's an overhang, and they move up to this scoopy yellow and blue volume. And there's some fun little beta in it. There's a cool little drop knee that they, the most of the women manage to employ in the middle of it. But it is also, it's kind of a dud of a boulder because every woman gets to the zone, but nobody tops it. So the the momentum just <laughs> really does interesting things as a result of the this third boulder. Um, the fourth boulder, the men's ascends with a, it's got this cool burly, pinch they have to do this simultaneous pinch left hand pinch right hand pinch on the on a cave on the roof of the cave and and then it goes up over the lip and so Dmitry Sherputinov tops it and in doing so secures the gold medal as he's the only man to to finish the round with four tops the women's fourth boulder is so it is this funky slab it starts beneath a cave around the side of an arete it, you Maybe you've seen posters from the the or, or pictures from the old Chongqing events. So they're starting beneath this this cave around a corner. So they're standing on this big slopey sphere. They have to come around the arete and then go up this ascent, traverse this slab, which entails a lot of them kind of lean, lean, and and so they're almost horizontal with their body on the wall. And then there's this blind jump out of a press position for the zone hold. And then they go, and then it's like a heel hook and you go up. And so it's almost a dud too. The the slab proves to just stymie most competitors. And But then Anna Stor comes out and she kind of saves the day. She ends up being the only, the, the only woman to top it. And the, another little interesting moment is as she goes for the, out of that press position and she goes for that blind zone hold she actually starts celebrating and the crowd goes wild she turns to the crowd and you know shakes her fist in in celebration and the crowd's going wild it seems like she actually mistakenly thinks that the zone hold is the top very briefly and daniel finn actually notes this on commentary and then quickly anna realizes it and goes to the top but so that is i'd love to i i don't know if if Anastor remembers this, she might, because it ended up being a gold medal performance. But if if anybody ever talks to her, I'd love to ask her, oh, you remember Chongqing? Like, did you actually mistakenly think that the zone was the was the top there? Uh, but anyway, so she cruises to the top, gets the gold. So the event, the podium ends up being for the men. It's Dmitry Sherputinov wins the gold with four tops. Silver medal goes to Jakob Schubert. And bronze medal third place goes to Sukuru Hori. The women's podium, Anna Storr gets the gold. She had three tops. Momoka Oda gets the silver medal. And Alex Puccio gets the bronze. Real quickly here, a couple highlights. First and foremost, it's always great to watch Anna Storr in her World Cup prime. 
it's going to be fun as you as we watch the the rest of these and and as we listen to more episodes it'll be fun to see if Anastor can continue crushing for the remainder of the season there's also an interesting point at one point in the live stream Daniel Finn describe he labels Anastor the queen of bouldering and so I thought that was kind of cool since we've seen that specific moniker the queen applied to Yanya Garnbrett so here it was whatever nine years ago almost a decade ago being applied to to Anastor. Another highlight, it's fun to go back and look at Team Japan's depth, right? These days, 2022 and the past couple seasons here, of course, we've been talking about Japan's depth and just how they have this assembly line of talent able to churn out seemingly a new name every every competition or certainly every season. So this is kind of before that, but you can still see that Japan is building the foundation for that team depth. I mean, here they had Two people get on the podium. They had Sakura Hori in the men's get on the podium, and they had Momoka Oda in the women's get on the podium. And, of course, Akio Noguchi is obviously in the mix as well. So the, the foundation for Japan being the powerhouse team is is definitely getting established here. On just a personal note, another highlight, it's always fun to see peak Puccio power, Alex Puccio, the World Cup, her, her in her World Cup prime as well. At this point, 2013, she had won a, she had won a, she'd won, you know, Vale a couple years ago. She'd gotten on another podium, but this is this is peak Puccio power, which was fun to see. And finally, another a lasting highlight. Gigi Monde doesn't end up getting the podium on the podium, but he is incredibly fun to watch throughout this whole event. I, his tenacity is just is awesome. He ends up, I think it took him seven attempts to top men's two and eight attempts to top men's three. So just awesome perseverance there from uh, from Gigi Monde. And that's going to do it for me. I hope you enjoyed this. Thanks for listening. I This was a really fun one for me to go back and watch. I haven't watched this event in, it's probably been several years, so it was cool to revisit it. And I'm looking forward to seeing, um, hearing about the other events this coming season. So thanks for listening and hope you enjoy past podiums. quick before we get out of here thanks again for listening also thanks to audio coffee for doing the music and if you want to go back and watch the round that we just talked about you can find it on the international federation of sport climbing youtube channel see you next time